Hey boys and girls, welcome to the best podcast in the history of mankind. It's Monty's Rockcast. And now here's your host, Monty Calvin. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Rockcast. I am your host, Monty Colvin. He appears to be seriously warped. So glad you could join me. I've got a bunch of stuff planned today. I'm going to talk some rock. I'm going to play some cool tunes. I'll be reading some of your top ten lists. And of course, I'll be answering your questions. As you know, you guys are always welcome to ask me anything you want, and I will do the best I can to answer it. And let's start out with one from Mr. James Ross, who says, Hey, Monty, how's it going? That's a big question. Well, thanks for asking, James. A very good question. Uh, You know, I can't complain. You're sure about that? Uh, On second thought, yeah, I can complain. In fact, I'm gonna. Here we go. There's a whole bunch of stuff that uh, just really bugs me here lately. In fact, uh, I've got a whole list of things that I hate. Starting with my numb tongue. I went to the dentist over three months ago to get my teeth cleaned. And somehow they hit a nerve in my tongue and it's been numb ever since. And I went back to them several times and I said, what's the deal? And they just told me, uh, well, it's going to take some time. And I thought they meant a few days, but instead it's been months. And now when I try to eat something, it's just a real drag because it feels like my tongue is covered in sandpaper. But don't worry, this will never happen to you. Because I feel very confident that everybody listening to me right now could go to the dentist for a routine teeth cleaning and have the Novocaine wear off a couple of hours later. But you see, this is another thing that I hate. It's my dumb luck. Weird bad shit happens to me all the time, and the only explanation is that uh, I just have a lot of bad luck. (laughs) Yeah. For instance, a couple weeks ago, we decided to get a new roof put on our house. And the roofing company called and said, hey, we'll be out Tuesday. Is that all right with you? And I said, well, there's a 50% chance of rain on Tuesday. Maybe you better wait till Wednesday. And they said, okay, Wednesday looks good. We'll be there. And so I get up Wednesday morning and I check the forecast and there is a 0% chance of rain that day. And I'm like, awesome. And so the roofers show up and start tearing all the shingles off. And then a couple hours later, I notice some clouds starting to form in the sky. And I was like, well, that's weird. Uh, That almost looks like rain. And the next thing I knew, there was a few drops falling, and then the sky opened up and unleashed what I can only call a major thunderstorm. I mean, I hadn't seen it rain that hard in maybe ever. And I looked up at our ceiling inside of our house, and I began to see water spots. And that's when I realized once again that, yes, God truly hates me. In fact, it was like I could hear him just up there saying, Yeah, getting your roof done today, huh, Calvin? (laughs) God is laughing at you. And so, yes, I hate my dumb luck. And you know what else I hate? It's people who tell me I'm a lucky guy. They're laughably high. Yes, I realize I have a very attractive wife. But that doesn't mean that I need all you guys out there constantly reminding me of what an unbelievable miracle it is that she finds me attractive. Yeah, it is. When guys say to me things like, uh, you really married up, what they're basically saying is, how did an ugly bastard like you get a girl like that? Yep. Now, while I may not look like Brad Pitt, uh, what you're actually doing when you say something like that to me is you're insulting my wife's taste. And I will not stand for that. Unacceptable! Now, you all know this one because I've said it many times before, but uh, the fact is, is that I still hate cats. I think they're useless and they destroy the carpet. And as I told you on the last episode, I believe it was, uh, we had two cats, but Lindsay brought home a third. 
And his name is Spunky, and uh, he spent the first month under the bed, and then he came out and started shedding all over the place and throwing up hairballs. But a couple of weeks ago, Spunky got out somehow, and he just ran away. And Lindsay and the kids were all upset, and they're looking all over the neighborhood. And they could not find him, and outwardly I was going, oh, that's a shame. But inside, I was secretly going, oh, hell yeah. What? And I know that sounds terrible, but uh, here's the deal. A couple of weeks ago, Lindsay and the kids saw Spunky in our yard, and they tried to get him to come back in, and he ran off again. And that's when I told Lindsay, listen, Spunky does not want to live here. He's perfectly fine running around outside and living under somebody else's porch. So the good news is, is that Spunky is alive and well. But I'm pretty sure that he's not coming back to live with us in our house. And so now that I think about it, uh, maybe I am lucky. Crazy how that works out, isn't it? Another thing that I hate is this new TV show called Love Island. It's a reality show, kind of like Big Brother or Survivor or something like that. Except the premise on this one is you're going to take about 12 people in their early 20s, put them in the house, and uh, let them hook up. And of course, they all look like models, and uh, you know, I'd be fine with that. But they also happen to be some of the stupidest people I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not sure if they had to look far and wide to find people this dumb, or if this is just your typical 20-year-old these days. But I swear to God, I don't know what these people would do if you took the word like out of their vocabulary. For example, a typical conversation on this show would be uh, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, he's really hot and all. But like, I don't know if he's my type, like, you know? It's like, like, I like him, but uh, I don't know if I like, like him. Morons! Another thing along those lines that bugs the hell out of me is uh, the way people write these days. Especially on Facebook. I'll get messages from people and I can barely decipher what they're talking about. I mean, I understand if you spell something wrong once in a while, yeah, I do that myself. But what's up with not using punctuation? Did I miss a meeting where everyone just decided that we don't need commas or periods anymore? I mean, I know it takes a little more time to take your finger over there and hit that dot. But, you know, if you do that once in a while and separate your sentences, maybe I could figure out what in the hell you're trying to say. I just don't have time for that. Now, I know this next one's going to be kind of controversial. The U.S. women's soccer team. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, that's right. I said it. And I was willing to overlook all the showboating and constant celebrations after every goal they scored. And I was even okay with their captain saying that she would not meet with Trump and insinuating that the United States is a horrible country and then stomping on an American flag. What's wrong with that? No, the reason why I hate the U.S. women's soccer team is because, uh, you know, they made me think about soccer for about two or three weeks. Yeah. It's baseball season, and I don't need a boring-ass sport like soccer infiltrating my mind. No, I did not watch it, but I had to hear other people talking about it, and that, my friends, is just unacceptable. It certainly is. Another thing that I've recently decided that I hate is exercising. Absolutely. Since I turned 60 this year, I thought, you know, I better try and get back into shape. And so I saw this gym had an ad on the internet, and it said, can you afford 20 bucks a month? And I thought, well, yeah, I can probably afford 20 bucks for a gym membership. And so I go and I sign up for two years and uh, then I start getting a bill every month for 45 bucks. And I go in and I talk to the guy and he's like, oh no, that's $20 off each month. And I thought, oh, well, no, I, I can't afford that. Uh, can I get out of this? And he's like, oh no, no, you uh, signed a contract. And so now every time I walk into that gym, I'm just kind of resentful about the whole thing. And I kind of forgot how much I hate working out. So instead, last week, Lindsay and I did a 5K marathon. 
And what we ended up doing was we ran about the first hundred yards and then we walked the entire rest of the way. But I did cross that finish line and I actually received a medal. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I said a medal. I am incredibly impressed. Uh, Of course, you know, everybody that participated uh, actually got a medal, but uh, still, I got a medal. You are a stud personified. I get it. All right, anyway, uh, the last thing on my hate list this week is Marilyn Manson. Lindsay and I recently went to see Rob Zombie in concert, and Marilyn Manson opened the show. I think we all remember what a stir he used to cause because he was so shocking. But based on the performance I saw, he is just a big, flat-out bore now. He walked around the stage like he was stoned or drunk or both, and he just came off like a big, arrogant douche. His band was actually pretty good, but as far as Marilyn Manson, I think the clock is ticking on that guy. There's no longer any shock value to what he does. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised he's even still alive. You know, the other night while I was at that show, I could have sworn I saw somebody that I knew. And so I thought I'd call him and see if it was really him. And, uh, you know, a lot of you people have been asking for this guy anyway. So uh, here now, my redneck friend from Kansas City, Jimmy Jeff. Jimmy Jeff's Concert and CD Review. The views and opinions of Jimmy Jeff do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Rockcast. Ah, uh, yep. Any similarities between Jimmy Jeff and other morons, rednecks, or mentally impaired are merely coincidental. I heard that. On the phone, it's Jimmy Jeff. Hey, Jimmy, you there? Hello? Hey, man, you're on the Rockcast. Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. Hey, did I uh, see you at that Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie show the other night? Uh, I don't know, did you? Well, I thought it looked like you. Um, you've still got a mullet, don't you? Well, yeah. And did you have a ball cap on? Yeah. And blue jeans? Yep. And a No More Tears Ozzy Osbourne concert t-shirt? Uh, no, that wasn't me. Oh. Well, there were a couple of thousand people who uh, looked exactly like that, so, uh, you know, it's an easy mistake. Yeah, well, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, well, uh, what'd you think of Marilyn Manson? Oh, well, I didn't see him. No? Yeah, well, I got there kind of late, you know, I got off work from the auto body shop. Yeah. And by the time I went by and got my buddies and we, uh, you know, got high in the parking lot, uh, you know, we missed the first couple things. Right. Well, you did see Rob Zombie, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, he put on a hell of a show. Yeah, it was good. He had all them lights and uh, video screens. Yeah, and John 5. Uh, who? His guitar player, John 5. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, man, the guy's amazing. You didn't see the guitar solo he did? No, but I did see that big monster that came walking out on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was cool, but, man, John 5 was just uh, unbelievable. Kind of like Iron Maiden, you know, when uh, Eddie comes out there and he's about 20 feet tall. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just some guy on stilts dressed in a costume, but it's pretty badass. Right. Well, uh, what else you been doing? Oh, nothing much, really. Yeah. Well, well, you know my boy, Jimmy Jeff Jr. Uh-huh. Yeah, he uh, got sent to prison. Oh, no kidding. That's awful. Yeah, he's just an idiot. Well, what did he do? Oh, nothing big. No? 
I mean, you know, he pulled a gun on one of his baby mamas. Oh. And since he was already on probation and he hadn't paid child support in about 15 years, well, the judge just slapped it on him. Oh, I see. But the whole thing really wasn't his fault. No? You see, she was living in his house at the time. And she was running a meth lab in his basement. And the next thing you know, the whole damn thing blew up. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so, you know, it uh, pissed him off and he pulled a gun on her. I mean, you can't blame him for that. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, if you put it that way. Yeah, it was real unfortunate. Yeah, really? Yeah, so he won't be getting out for a while. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, listen, Jimmy Jeff, I heard an album the other day, and I thought of you. Oh, yeah, what's that? Well, you like the band Creed, don't you? Creed? Yeah, Creed. Oh, hell yeah, I love Creed. Yeah, well, I never liked him myself, but their singer, Scott Stapp, has a new solo album, and I figured you'd like it. Well, yeah, I reckon I would. All right, well, let's check some of it out, and I'll see what you think. The name of the CD is called The Space Between the Shadows. It's Scott Stapp. What do you think of that, Jimmy Jeff? Well, hell yeah, that kicks ass. Yeah, you think so? Hell yeah, I love that guy's voice. Oh, uh, really? What, you don't? Uh, it just always kind of bugged me. Just all those singers from that era that, uh, you know, all went, hee ha hee ha 
Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, you know, it was just all that. Uh, oh, well, never mind. So this is a new Creed album? No, it's Scott Stapp. Uh, I don't know who that is. All right. Well, anyway, uh, you got any big plans this summer, Jimmy Jeff? Uh, well, yeah, me and the old lady are going to take a vacation. Uh, we're going to go down uh, to Arkansas and see some relatives and uh, then make our way on down to Texas and see some family. Oh, well, cool. Uh, you know, if you're still going to be in Texas around September, uh, Galactic Cowboys are going to be playing a couple of shows down there. Who? Galactic Cowboys. It's the band I've been in for years. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I think you told me you were in some kind of band or something. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be playing in Houston on September 12th at Warehouse Live. And then we're going to be playing another show in Dallas on September 14th. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, did I ever tell you about my friend's band? Uh, We used to work at the same auto body shop, and I swear to God, this guy is a better guitar player than Randy Rhodes. Is that right? Oh, I mean to tell you that son bitch can play anything. Oh, yeah? He can play Crazy Train, Note for Note, Uh Stairway to Heaven, uh, Eruption, Master of Puppets, Sweet Child of Mine. Uh Uh-huh. And we're just like, dude, why aren't you famous? Right. Well, that's a good question. Why isn't he? Well, you know, he's got a job, he's got kids, he's got grandkids, he's in his late 40s. Oh, I see. Yeah, but his band, they're working on an album. Oh, good. Well, uh, Jimmy Jeff, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, I gotta go. All right, well, thanks for calling in, man, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. All righty, take her easy and don't let your meatloaf. Will do, Jimmy Jeff. You know, like I said before, I'm not a big fan of Scott Stapp, but uh, I will admit that there's actually a couple of good songs on this new solo album. I've never really liked his voice, but you know, uh, if it's a good song, it's a good song. And if you happen to be a fan of Creed already, then uh, you'll probably like this album. There's a bunch of ballads on here, and uh, this one kind of has a nice chorus. I've been a
right, let's do some emails now, starting with one from Brady in North Little Rock, Arkansas. And since Brady doesn't live too far from me here in Kansas City, he has sent me a top 10 list of the top 10 Kansas City sports figures of all time. Oh, this is what I've been waiting for right here. Okay, well, I don't know how interested the people in other states and countries around the world will be in this list, but I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway, because it starts at number 10 with Patrick Mahomes. But I gotta say, Brady, number 10 is way too low for Patrick Mahomes. That guy already owns this town, and by the time he's done, he will be the greatest Kansas City Chief to ever play. In fact, I think he already is. But let's move on to number 9, Derek Thomas. Yeah, I've got one of his jerseys. Number 8 is Lynn Dawson, quarterback of the Super Bowl team that the Chiefs had. Number seven is Buck Buchanan, and number six is Bobby Bell. And they were also on that championship team uh, back in the 70s. And I actually watched that game on TV. That's how old I am. Old enough to be labeled a fossil. Anyway, continuing on with the list, at number five, it's Will Shields. Number four, Satchel Paige. Number three, one of my favorite players of all time, Tony Gonzalez. Number two is Buck O'Neill, and at number one, the greatest sports figure in Kansas City history, George Brett. All right, well, that was a cool list, but Brady also has some questions. This is more interesting. And the first one is, uh, shortly after I discovered Galactic Cowboys, I came across Atomic Opera and the album for Mad Men Only. What was your and Galactic Cowboys' relationship with Atomic Opera? Admittedly, not very interesting. Uh, Okay, Uh, well, they were uh, actually friends of ours. Uh, They started a band, I think, while we were working on our second album, and uh, Sam Taylor, our manager at the time, signed them uh, to be one of his bands. And he started working with them, and we played a couple of shows together, and uh, they eventually got signed. I think I heard they did a tour with Ronnie James Dio or something like that, but after that, I really don't know what happened to him. You're just extremely well informed. Okay, next question is a Galactic Cowboy question. And Brady says, How did your guitar players, Dane Sonye and Wally Farkas, contrast as far as what they brought to the GC writing process and as musicians? All right, well, when Dane first joined Galactic Cowboys, uh, he was 19 years old. And Alan and I pretty much wrote all the music on the first two albums, and Ben and I wrote most of the words. So Dane didn't really write that much other than his guitar solos, but he could play anything that we wrote. Plus, he was a great singer, and he just fit in the band really well. As far as Wally, he ended up writing a few songs that went on some of our albums, uh, but he was way different as a guitar player than Dane. Dane likes to uh, just kind of plug in and go for it, whereas Wally liked to experiment with all kinds of different sounds and guitars and amps and all that. So they both brought their own kind of thing to the band, and of course Dane came back to uh, play on the last album we did, and I even wrote a couple songs for it. So, yeah, there's that. And finally, uh, Brady's last question is, I really like the progressive elements of Galactic Cowboys. What are some of the other prog metal bands that you enjoy and uh, some that you don't? Brady also wanted to know if I liked the band Animals as Leaders and wondered what I thought of them. Well, believe it or not, I don't listen to a lot of prog metal. Uh, I do in small doses, but uh, I'm not a freak for it. But I do have a lot of respect for them as musicians. For instance, Between the Buried and Me is just mind-boggling. And I also like Dream Theater, of course. Uh, But uh, I'm kind of a song guy, so if it doesn't have a lot of melody in it, it's kind of hard for me to get into it. As far as animals as leaders, yeah, they're really cool. Uh, I actually have an instrumental version of one of their albums, and it sounds kind of like this. Oh, 
The next email is from Matt in St. Louis, and Matt has a question about song lyrics. He says, hey, Monty, when you first started writing lyrics to songs, were you afraid of what other people would think about what you had to say? The reason I ask is because I've been playing and recording some stuff with an old buddy, and I feel like some of it is good enough to try singing on, but every time I try to write stuff down, I end up pitching it for fear of it being too corny. Well, that's kind of a cool topic, Matt. Uh, Thanks for asking, and uh, let's delve into that. I mean, it don't get much better than this, y'all. I started trying to write songs when I was about 18 or 19 years old, and almost all of the lyrics were really bad. For example, I had a song called Beauty's Only Skin Deep But You're Ugly to the Bone. Uh, Well, actually, that's kind of clever. But trust me, most of my songs just sucked. But fortunately for me, we didn't have uh, personal computers back then, there was no social media, and so there was no way for me to put that out there and embarrass myself. And this is another reason why teenagers should not be allowed to have a Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook account. Well, why the hell not? Because when you're that age, you say and do a lot of things that are dumb and embarrassing. Okay. But thank God I didn't have any of that stuff, so instead I just wrote hundreds of songs and filled up cassette tapes full of songs that uh, no one would ever hear. But the thing is, is that I started to get better eventually because of all the work that I put in on it. And it's like anything, the more practice that you do at something, the better you're going to eventually get. So that would be my advice to anybody who wants to write songs, just put the work in. But do I worry about what other people are going to think about it? Uh, Not really. It's kind of like doing this podcast. I know everyone's not going to like what I have to say or agree with me, but hopefully somebody will like it. But if not, well, at least I had a voice. You make me sick! And I've got one more question uh, from Matt in St. Louis, which was about Dee Dee Ramone. He says, hey, Monty, do you have any stories about your cousin Dee Dee? Did you guys know each other well? I'm assuming uh, his dad and your dad were brothers. Well, yeah, Matt, I'd be glad to talk about that. I just did a painting of Dee Dee that uh, I put up on my website, montycolvinart.com. And when I put anything new up on that site, I always post it on Facebook. And I was actually surprised that uh, several people still did not know that he was my cousin. Because it's something I'm very proud of and I've talked about quite a bit. But yeah, my dad had like seven brothers and sisters, a big family, and uh, the oldest son in that family was Glenn. And he was in the military, and while he was stationed in Germany, he met a German woman named Trottle, and they gave birth to a son named Douglas Colvin. And they eventually moved to New York, and Doug grew up to be Dee Dee Ramone. And I started seeing pictures of Dee Dee when I was in high school. I'd buy those rock magazines, and I'm like, wow, that's my cousin. And I'd show those magazines to some of my other cousins and uh, uncles and people like that. And I'd go, man, is that something else or what? And they'd go, uh, yeah, I guess. And it was like they thought he was doing something really terrible, like, uh, you know, playing that punk rock. And my folks were even like, uh, yeah, Doug plays that acid rock. And they didn't want me to be anything like him. So, of course, I went and bought a guitar and uh, tried to be just like him, uh, you know, other than all the drugs and stuff like that. But I always thought they were one of the coolest bands ever, but uh, I didn't get to meet him until later on in his career. In fact, I think it was uh, towards the time when he was about to quit. I saw them in the late 80s. I was still in the awful truth, and uh, I was wearing the jeans with the holes in them, and uh, I went to see them in Houston. And Alan Doss was with me, and we went backstage after the show, and it was just weird. The dressing room was just dead quiet. Uh, No one was saying anything to each other, and uh, it was just kind of awkward. I mean, I know now that I don't think they really liked each other at that point, but uh, I didn't know. 
And uh, Johnny was just walking around by himself, and I didn't know what to say to him. Uh, you know, now I'd, you know, like talk politics or tell him that uh, he was a god or something. But then uh, I didn't know. But I did talk to my cousin Dee Dee, and he was cool. Uh, we talked a little bit about relatives, and, uh, you know, he said he'd like to get back and uh, see some of his cousins and stuff like that. Just family talk. But that was really about it. We didn't really get into music or talking about anything like that. But uh, I did meet his mom a few years later, and she was really cool. And she gave me this really awesome black and white photograph of him and his wife. And I still have that in my house. So regardless of what you think of the Ramones or punk rock or any of that, uh, you got to know that D.D. Ramone was a major player in the creation of that genre. And I will always look up to him for that. Now let's go to something else. Okay, well, I haven't done this in a while, but I thought I'd do a little Uncle Monty's Listening Corner. So gather the family around the computer and let's find out what's inside of my iTunes. Alright, I'm going to start out with something new. A couple episodes back, I played a song by a band called Last Crack. And one of their guitar players, Paul Schluter, found out about it somehow. And he messaged me and said, hey, thanks for playing our song. Uh, If you want our new album, I'll send it to you. And I said, man, that would be great. I'm a big fan. And so he did. He sent it to me. And uh, let's check some of it out right now. Last Crack. Crack is from Wisconsin, and they have a similar story to Galactic Cowboys. They put out a couple of great albums in the late 80s, early 90s, and then they disappeared for a long time. But like us, they reformed recently in the last couple years, and now they've got a new album, and it's called The Uprising. They're actually signed to Dave Ellefson's label now, and I hope it does really well for them. It's a really cool album. I hope you'll check it out. And uh, Paul is just like the nicest guy in the world. So thanks to him for sending this to me. And here's a little bit more of that new Last Crack. So I know a lot of you guys that listen to this show are Galactic Cowboy fans, or at least that's what you tell me. So I thought I'd play you some stuff that has some of those GC elements in there. You know, the heavy guitars, the harmony vocals, and the melody. And the other day I got on my iPod and I listened to an album that I hadn't listened to in a long time. It's a band called Still Remains, and they came out with an album in 2007 called The Serpent. And I saw them at Warp Tour that year. I loved them, and I went to the tent and bought their CD, and uh, I've loved it ever since. And now I'm going to force you to listen to it, whether you like it or not. This, this almost seems cruel. 
Remains was classified as a metalcore band, but I saw other places where they were considered to be a Christian band, but I don't know or care. I just know they broke up after this album, and then they did one more, but that was pretty much it. And meanwhile, Imagine Dragons is huge. Ah! Regardless, uh, this album was so good. I go just a reminder to check out my website montycalvin.net where you can find crunchy cds and rockcast t-shirts and my other website montycalvinart.com where you can find my paintings and uh, if you want me to paint something for you just let me know i'm gonna take you out now with one more song from still remains And musically, this song is just amazing. Blows my mind every time. But instead of the harmony vocals, it's got some of those growling metal vocals that a lot of you people hate. And for those of you who feel that way, well, I have a word of advice. And I don't want to offend anybody, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. In fact, I want you to know I say this with love. I know we all have different tastes in music, and that's fine. But if you're still one of those people who hears a metal song and says, I don't like all that screaming. Well, my advice to you, and once again, I say this with love, but maybe you should just stop being such a pussy. Oh, hey. Yeah, you know, just a thought. That is uncalled for. Anyway, to everybody else, I hope this crushes your skull. You're hateful. But that's going to do it for me for now. But until next time, this is Monty saying take care. Don't let anyone tell you what to like, unless it's me. And 
Rock on. I thought the thing was never going to end, to be perfectly honest. <laughs>